show ever. And we are, where are we? We're in Peace we're Park. We're in Peace Park. Okay, we're in Austin, Texas. In a lovely little park. There's kids running around. Some pooches running around. Uh, some joggers. And I'm here with Emily Cross, who I've known for a pretty long time. When did we meet? I have no idea. 2000, I don't know. In Chicago? Chicago? Yeah. I met in Chicago. 2011 or something like yeah. that? Yeah. In the Project Cross Record. Mm-hmm. And then you now play in Loma. Yep. And Sarah Gautier. Um, well, I interviewed Thor mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. And I was trying to get Peg to be in on the interview. But she said she was shy and did not want to be in the interview. But then she was like, but you should really interview Go. And I was like, okay, well... If you say so, I'm, I'm into it. She had some stories that she didn't want to tell, but she thought that you might tell. So it's a little Probably. bit. I don't know. I do. I've realized on the drive down here that I do file stuff away, like pretty deep, if I don't want to remember it. So I was trying to like trawl through those files. She was saying, I guess she brought you up saying that you had some stories that a lot of really shitty things have happened to you. Yeah. On tour. And I guess I should say, as as a little bit of setup, as like, so, and I don't know what else I imagine you play in other projects Mm -hmm. too, but so Sarah plays in Thor and Friends. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I just interviewed Thor of Thor and Friends, uh, Thor Harris. um, And Peg is his bandmate and wife. Yeah. But what else do you do musically? Um, I also play in a group called Telenovela. Okay. I make my own music. I started playing bass recently with my friend Jana Horn. Oh, cool. And sometimes I play keyboard in other groups. Cool. Kind of just a lot. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, and Thor calls you goat, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you normally go by goat or if he just oh, calls you that. yeah. I d- everyone that I, I know through I Thor told, When I told me that. Emily, I was like, hey, do you want to do the interview with goat? And she's like, well, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he spelled it G-A-U-T, which I was like, got? I don't know right. what got. Oh, yeah, because that's how I spell my, that's how my last name oh, is spelled. Oh, right. That makes more sense. So I also, just recently decided we'll change it to that. <laughs> oh, I see. But do you prefer to be called Sarah or a goat? Or? I really don't have a preference. Okay, just good to know. Do you have a show in mind? A story that you feel like? Emily, sure. you tell a story. You feel you like? Tell us your worst show. I mean, I feel pretty awful about like almost every show I play, just personally, the way okay. I performed. So it's it's like a hate fest a lot of the time, okay. which I'm not proud of. But this one show in Portland, Dan and I were playing it, and it's cross record. Yeah, as yeah. cross record. And we get there, and um, it's like this, like kind of like new metal club, which is that's fine. But we, um, there was no one there at the show at all. There was maybe like three people. I think my friends came, and we had bought drinks, and well, we didn't get drink tickets. It was it was something like I don't know. I forget what it was, but we got had to buy drinks. And I was already pissed that I had to buy drinks. And then they brought out, we were like, do, do you guys have anything that we can eat? And they, like, gave us the only vegan food that they had, which was, like, French fries. And then we played and we watched, the bands that we played with were really, really, really bad. And then it was one of those things where, like, there was a show and then there was, like, a raver at the same venue. Oh. And so all these, like crazy people started showing up and going upstairs and just like like happening at the same time yeah and like some guy tried to steal like some merch from us and then so i was like let's get the fuck out of here 
and we went to like settle up and it turns out he was like oh y'all didn't sell any tickets like you actually owe us money for the food that we gave you and the drinks and I was like are you kidding me we have to pay to play this awful show like we're paying to be on tour right now and oh god you didn't pay did you well I got really upset and but I think Dan did pay because he was just like let's just leave and um, oh that's brutal but like I guess he negotiated some like 20% off type of deal you're saying just for for the food and drinks yeah okay that's Um, yeah it was really sad and I th- and the worst part was they made us feel really bad about it. Like, they were not apologetic. They were just like, well, you didn't sell tickets because you're not good enough or something yeah. like that. It was really awful. That sucks. I feel like there's there's clubs where, like, that's what happens, where they're just they're shitty and they don't care about music and they're just hoping that you bring more people into their I've bar. I've never had... Luckily, that I have had that oh my kind of scenario. Not exactly, but, like, mm-hmm. a similar type of scam in New York where they bring in like four different bands that don't know each other right seven to us and then so we were friends with one of the other bands and not friends with the other two so then yeah. everyone at the door they ask who are you here yeah. to see pulled, pulled door. and so I think that's what happened and yeah. so let's say someone a friend of both of ours came well they have to choose one right, right. Yeah. and so each band has to bring had to bring 15 right. tickets so that meant that there had to be if there was four bands there had to be 60 people in the door before they paid a single oh band. God. There had to be 60 people in the door who came to see for like a different band each, which, and that's a total scam. That's, and that was a shitty definitely. night. That's but. definitely that's even that's <laughs> above like and beyond even, the normal scam. I've played that shows. That doesn't happen in Austin. No, no but really. Houston has. I don't know if it's this way anymore, but like 10 years ago, I felt like every place I could find in Houston had a pulled door, and it wasn't that bad of a scam. It was just like you're paid based on who comes and says they're here to see you which right. sucks because if you're the touring act right ideally if you're not a big name which i never have been never will be like if it's you know you get friends that to play a show with and they help bring people out to also see you but in this situation it's like nobody's here to see me so i i get i'll make for sure the least amount of money even though i'm the one who paid to drive here and spent the most money but yeah I feel like Houston used to be like that a lot but that's worse I mean what you're talking about where they and then they forever email you after like we're so we were so happy to have you uh, would you like to come back (laughs) no we don't want to come back we are not coming back we're never coming again stop emailing us in that situation did you know that it was like that beforehand no I didn't I hadn't been touring very long this was probably like nine years ago you kind of but sometimes you don't know in advance right. Right. Yeah, you it's unclear that. until you, it's the Probably night and you're trying to figure it out they know that yeah. it's fucked up and they right. don't want to tell you right I did just remember just really quickly this funny story we played in um, I think it was Toronto and we like we played and it was a similar thing where like it was a nightclub at night and so we just stashed all our stuff behind a stage and like went to the band hotel or whatever next door and then it turned into like a all night rager and then the next morning we came to get our gear and someone had puked all over oh, man. um like our keyboard and oh, like no. yeah That's bad. yeah it like all over our pedals and stuff and i had to like be in the alley cleaning it out oh my god in the morning oh, it, was the worst. it was a biohazard it was a biohazard 
Did you not? And you didn't know it was going to be a party afterwards. No, we did, but did, but we didn't know what kind of crazy Canadian party that. it was going to be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it yeah, was terrible. Gross. That was pretty bad. Do you have any other stories? I mean, yeah, but this is <laughs> this, one I mean, more. So one many. more. Yeah, I'd love to hear one more. Um, I don't know. It's hard to. Like I said, a show can be bad in a lot of different ways. Definitely. It can be bad because your bandmates are crazy. Sure. It can be bad because the sound, mm-hmm. you know, was horrible or didn't exist. Or maybe the show is not a show at all, but like, you know, a small gathering of high school students or cult <laughs> members in <at> a church <laughs> basement or something, you know? Okay. But I had a bad show here not that long ago. I saw a photo of it that reminded me. It was kind of funny. It was a photo of... I don't think I'm actually in the photo, but there's four of us. I think I might have been right off. But the photo is just the, my three bandmates on stage, each plugging their ears. Okay. So they all three have both their fingers in their ears because there was a really high-pitched feedback that was oh going for like five, maybe ten minutes. Like it, it wouldn't go off and they for some reason could not get the sound figured out. And eventually, we just played the set, but my instrument, they couldn't even get it to come through the speaker, so I was <laughs> pantomiming the keyboard. Oh, man. And every time I would try to point to the keyboard and, you know, put my finger up in the air indicating, you know, turn the volume up, the guy, the sound guy would just give me a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> he would just look at me and give me the thumbs up. He thought you were he saying, wouldn't like, even do great. Do you anything. think he thought that, I mean, this is pretty universal. I think he was for, for the listeners, I'm pointing, <laughs> she was just pointing in the air, like, it's a pretty universal thing. You put your index finger up. And you point to the thing that you're yeah. talking about, and you point up. That's that's a thing that, that means volume every, up. Every sound person knows that. Yeah, I would like think that's so. that's like if yeah. you've ever done sound once, you know that. Not even. Not even. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a sound person. That's pretty universal. I can't I, tell you how many times he gave me the thumbs up. But do you think <laughs> he was fucking with you? I just wonder if he was. You think you said you think he was wasted. I think he was really wasted. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that explains it. Maybe but you I, thought this was a thumb. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like thumb is not know. an index finger. Most people know the yeah, difference. Trying to find the rationality in a situation like this. Is well, I guess I just wondered if if it was like if he was wasted. Maybe it's a different thing. My first thought was he was just fucking with you. Like, yeah, yeah. cool. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want more volume? I don't care about that. Yeah, that's a possibility. But normally if you're a sound person, you maybe you don't care how the band sounds so much, but you at least, in order to be fulfilling the duties of your job, want the instruments to be on, at the very least. You'd yeah. think. Maybe they're not loud enough, but on. Yeah. So you think it wasn't, it was like nothing. It wasn't just too it was quiet. It was like nothing coming there was out, yeah. nothing whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> but do you, I wonder if he just didn't know that. And he was too high or drunk or whatever to, to realize I it? think there was a lot he didn't know. Okay. That was going on. I mean, and I don't know what kind of places you play. I play a lot of shitholes that are like... And shitholes that I love, but that where like they're not prepared this for... This place is not around anymore. Put okay. It that way. It's yeah. And I'm just saying... Finished. And I've gotten very used to just running out of my amp if at all possible. If I don't have to use the PA, mm-hmm. I won't because... I mean, most of my music is instrumental. I've actually used the amp ever since that night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is relative, re- pretty this recently. Relevant. Um, three years ago. But yeah, you put your sound in someone else's hands, and they could do a great job. They could do a shit job. 
and that's that's just kind of and they could be nice about it or they, they could not be, nice not be nice about it right sound people are a weird breed because some are so stoked and helpful rare it's rare i was i was trying to be <laughs> positive first but like so many sound people have like a weird chip on their shoulder about like not being on stage and it's a straight it's like being a mall cop or something where oh damn i'm just saying <laughs> i'm not saying sound people in general but you've you've met people that are mm-hmm. like they go up and they're okay you clearly want to be playing the guitar right now and i hope you get to do that another time but right now i just need that monitor to come on dude um, i had a sound guy straight up pick up my guitar and play it that's what i'm saying okay that's ridiculous yeah. but that's... but that it sh- i mean it shows a couple things right like that that shows a general kind of disregard for you yeah uh because he didn't ask i'm guessing right but it also shows that he's got that like envy that like he also told me what guitar it was and it was not the right <laughs> type that it it's not what it was right but he's like oh sweet you got a blah 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 cool let me play this Jimi hendrix thing on it <laughs> <laughs> like, put it down first of all that's not yours first of all it's not what it is yeah yeah i was setting up a vibraphone not that long ago this was earlier this year and some guy wandered up as i was setting it up and goes marimba and i was like <laughs> i was like no same goes, xylophone similar. i was like oh getting closer it's, it's a vibraphone and he goes oh okay are you gonna play that or are you just the setup girl he said what the setup girl? <laughs> girl i don't know i never heard of it uh, i was like i think i'm both the setup girl and i'm gonna play it if that's if that's possible if you can believe it if you can believe that's it now was he asked but he wasn't asking if it's a vibraphone. He thought he was telling you? Or was, uh, was yeah, it a question? Yeah, he, he was... I don't know. Again, like, I can't put myself in the mind of these certain people. But okay. I think he was guessing. Okay. I think he was guessing, but he was pretty sure that he was guessing correctly. So I was just talking to a friend of mine here who... I play upright bass, and she also plays upright bass. And we were talking about this funny phenomenon of, like, people thinking that an upright bass is a cello. It's a mm-hmm. really common thing happens all the time and there's a way to do it where it's very um innocent where it's just like you don't know and you're like oh is that's a that's a cello like nope it's an upright bass and i'm i usually try to be even though i've heard it a million times i try to be nice and polite about it and be like nope same family kind of they're you know there's violin viola cello bass just all different sizes same basic kind of idea um and that's fine but there is this certain, like, usually older dude who likes, who really wants to um, make a joke about how big a bass is. And I don't know why this is so funny to them, but they're like, that's an awful big fiddle. And they say this. This happens so, so many times. The same so, joke. So, so yeah, many times. I can totally it's, hear it's it. always either guitar or fiddle. They see it. Either if it's in the gig bag, yeah. more often it's like, that's a pretty big guitar. <laughs> and they think they're the first person who ever said it. They always think they're the first person to ever That's say it. That's cute. I like, like that. Yeah. You're like, okay, it's just a bass. It's all it is. Maybe there's some kind of collusion where they know how many they all times know. you've heard it. And that's what they're actually laughing at. They're trying to break me. Yeah. Like they're trying to drive me crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I've had people identify that where they I've one time had a lady tell her kid like her kid's like what's that mom and mom wanted to be you know 
informative. And she's like, well, that's a cello, honey. And I'm like, um, actually. <laughs> I was like, well, it's a, you're close. It's a bass. Upright bass. Similar. It's, it's different. Much. It's actually, what's funny is if you see them next to each other, they're massively different. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like such a huge difference. But if you don't, you know, she's in a mistake. It's like clarinet and oboe. And sure. Flute, piccolo. Yeah. I feel like each of those, though, has the more common thing, I would guess. More people would say flute and not piccolo. Or more people would say... Oh, that's true. Clarinet that's as opposed true. to oboe, maybe. That's true. Um, but they would friend. think an oboe was a clarinet. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Have I ever seen anyone play oboe, though? We have an oboe player on Thorn Friends. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Who is it? But he's not there all the time. Oh. Jacob Green? Hmm. He's great. I guess I've never seen you guys with an oboe. Really cool sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a woman in Portland who plays the English horn, which Whoa. is another one that like you just never see. And she was on tour with uh, like a singer songwriter guy, um, and that they definitely kind of work that into their set of like, does anyone know what this thing is? And and French horn, people always guess French, French horn. horn. French horn's like my favorite instrument. Is English yeah. horn the same similar shape? No, it's a uh, double reed instrument. Oh, what? Oh. Yeah, um, it's a- in the same family as like I want to say it's either like a bigger oboe or a smaller bassoon. Huh. But I can't remember which bassoons one of those. are huge. Yeah, but it's it's I want to say because oboes are also double reed. Is uh-huh. that, that's a question. Yeah. 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 Right. So I feel like it's definitely in between oboe and bassoon in size. But it's more like one of those, it's it's either like, you know, the alto version of a bassoon or I gotta Google like that. tenor baritone version of a, but what's weird about it is that the word, I just learned this from her, um, the name English horn is actually a mistake. The word, it's a French instrument originally and not a horn. Well, it's not, not a really a horn, but let's let's say you're calling it a horn. The word in French for English is anglais. The word for angled is also anglais, spelled a little different, I think, uh, but pronounced kind of the same. And so it's an angled horn oh. that over time got confused as an English horn. It's the the horn has no English roots, so apparently. Um, but yeah, just because those words sound the same, it got turned into an English word. And we still call it that. But when folks are Indians or something, like, we still. We I will still never call it an English word. Is that an angled horn? Yeah. From now on, an angled horn. Hey, is that an angled horn? No, it's an English horn. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> That's fair. Alright, thank you guys. Thanks, This episode of Worst Show Ever was made possible by the Patreon pledges of Dewana Fryman, Meg Roberts, Christina Poez, and Evan Quayberg. If you'd like to support this endeavor, please go to patreon.com slash worst show ever.